Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yonsei. Yonsei is the one. I think it's on the up and the up. And two nice runs. The readiness um, for this and it's on an upward spiral, so to speak. Yeah, I'm with Gano. I think Yonsei is the one in this race. Yonsei went for home at the 150. Two lengths unusual culture. Foxy Cleopatra Young Birder. But it's Yonsei. Yonsei clear. She's back. Yonsei won it. And I think that sort of sets up Hayasugi for an each way play. Hayasugi on the outside. Koryanagi and Hayasugi. They're going to hit it together. And it's nearly a dead heat. Fair start point on on figures alone. Fully that can go on with it and, and can definitely definitely win this race. Yeah, I thought Fully Lit was the one. Fully Lit a length clear from Bruderial closing in. It's Fully Lit though, fending off all challengers and Fully Lit wins the English Millennium. So I think the the bets in the race is Carbonados and Snow Patrol. He'll be up on speed, I think he's probably the forgotten horse. But Snow Patrol's a real danger. Southport Tycoon had a race at the 150. And next Snow Patrol, who's peppering away. Southport Tycoon and Snow Patrol, stride for stride. I'm really keen Estriella, Jake. I think uh, she'll get to the right part of the track. Wait for Dave, Blake Shin, and I think she is the best horse here. Here's Estriella from a long way back, storming down the outside. Brazen style at the 100, joined by Estriella. Estriella coming away for Blake Shin. Oh, the boys had another big weekend. This is the weekend preview on Giddy Up on a Thursday morning. We're racing at Royal Roundwick. And Flemington. Flemington, we're on a good four of the rails in the true. And at Royal Randwick, we're racing once again at that beautiful venue for the second week on the trot. The rail's out four metres. We're on a good four. Also, some terrific racing right across the country on a Saturday afternoon. We're at Eagle Farm in Brisbane. It's Magic Millions Day in the west at Pinjarra Park. Always a great day there. And we're on the parks track at Morpherville as well. Let's welcome in the team, Mitchie Lewis. Hello to you. Morning, Gareth. Morning, Gano and Dino. Hope everybody's well. Mitchie Lewis there. Mickey Gannon, g'day to you. Morning, G. Morning, lads. And hello to you, Dino. Morning, fellas, and good morning to all the listeners out there tuning in on this fine Thursday. It is a beautiful Thursday. Did you enjoy your weekend of celebration for your 24th birthday, whatever, like however old you are, Dino? 28. 28. Sounded like it was like one of a, a milestone birthday went for that long. Oh, well, you got to celebrate them, G. 26 I was, boys. So, no, it was good. I'm back. I'm excited about this uh, two meetings across the weekend. If this doesn't pick you up and get you up and about, don't know what will. Is there good bets to have? We'll find out. It could be a little bit of a sit-back and watch weekend. But, um, Gano, you might have a, a bit of trouble walking through doors today. That head after that promo, you might have to turn sideways to get through them. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? 
It is tough being you three. Unbelievable. Anyway, enough patting yourselves on the back. Let's try and find some winners for this weekend. Good four rail on the true. Mitchie Lewis, it should play perfectly, you would imagine, at Flemington. Looks like it's going to be weather-wise pretty good. And Flemington um, really disappoints when it comes to its track. So looking forward to seeing what happens there on Saturday. Yeah, I'd think so. The only thing I've got in mind is last time we were there, it was the advantage to be close to the rails, but I'm not expecting that today with the rail in the true. So I've played it as it's even as it's going to be, Gareth. Yeah, but the, yeah, the rail was out nine metres out the other day. Yeah, complete, so, completely yeah. different setup, G. I've got sort of lanes two to eight, the sweet spot. All right, then. Beautiful. We might have a look at some of the, the races outside the quaddy first of all, some of the feature races. This two-year-old's a good race, which is race number three on the program. You've got a horse like Wolfgang that's coming off a Magic Millions campaign that's in the market. Counter-offensive that's done nothing wrong in its early part of its career. Um, just having a look now with the prices there for this third race at Flemington. It's at, what, $8.00. Um, Wolfgang, the second favourite at six dollars. Jesus, big wraps on Champagne tonight at three sixty. Then we go down to Artevark at eight dollars. Proformer at nine dollars. Eject at eleven dollars, and then Reasonable Point at twelve dollars. Bitter Creek at seventeen dollars, and Fully Calculated at seventeen dollars. I know that I think D Lane desperately wanted to get on Champagne tonight, but was already tied up with the Artevark for the Corsons team and James Harron. So that's the story there, what I can tell you. Um, Mitchie Lewis, champagne tonight. As I said, there's a big tip around for this galloper on debut. Yeah, um, I just sort of tend to lean away from some of the debutants sometimes in these races. So um, I'm sure that it's going to go pretty well, but I, I'm with counter-offensive. I think he's pretty good odds for a horse. Like the third behind Anisa and Coleman, that form might stack up. Blake Shin on barrier five. Um, I think he'll be in a good position. And if he's leading, it's not going to be terrible, I wouldn't have thought. So he's got options there. And um, I think he's a pretty big price compared to a horse um, that we haven't seen at the races yet. Yeah, Mitchie Lewis's tips there. So he's with counter-offensive. What are you doing here, Dean Watling? Yeah, interesting race. I think what helps Champagne tonight is gate four. We can see there's two-year-olds first time down the straight. The rail, more often than not, helps them, keeps them straight and... That's the profile I like to follow. Do you want to bet into a two-year-old race down the straight, though? Probably not. I don't know if I could take the price about Champagne tonight, just purely on the fact of race experience of others here. Um, keen to see what counter-offensive does. We can tie that form into a, a couple of nice horses last start um, around Coleman and Niza. See how strong that form is. Wolfgang as well. But, Dano, yeah, it's just a race that I'm going to sit back and watch and probably learn a little bit more leading into these two-year-old races. Yeah, spot on, Dino. There's a lot to learn from this race. A uh, counter-offensive was looked to the eye to be weak, laid over 1,000 metres, albeit did it out in front, now gets to 1,100 metres at Flemington. That's a really, you know, a really true test. Probably plays more like 1,150. Uh, so big concerns. It, uh, outside of it, I think, you know, the, the tried runners just don't look any good, G. So yeah. it's advantage champagne tonight, and I'm happy to be with it. It'll be winning. Wishlaw Lass in the Mayor's Race at Group 3, Race 5 at 320. He's off. Yep. Um, get on. Gamble responsibly. Wishlaw Lass at 320. Revolutionary Miss at 550. Internal Flame at 650. Vagrant at 750. Running by at 750. And Foxy Frieda at $9. And then out to Fortunate Kiss at $19 here. Dean Watling, Wishlaw Lass is first up. We know that she's very good. And this looks a nice race for her. 
Yeah, it does. It's one of those races where you probably get some race fit horses, um, probably have the, the step on her, but then she's got the class edge. I find these races really tricky to try and dissect and figure out. I think Revolutionary Miss probably has the um, residual fitness and the little freshen here for informed Peter and Paul Snowden camp. Keen to see what the money does here with Wish or Last. I think if the money's strong late, it's going to be there to, to win, and the yard's probably a big thing. But just at the prices, Gano, I just lent away the residual fitness. It's one of those conundrums. Which way do you go? The classy horse or the horse that's got the, the fitness on its side? Yeah, spot on, Dino. It's a really difficult race, and I wouldn't want to be chiming into mm. uh, anything at a big price. I think uh, I think running by could represent a bit of value, G. I think but two back at Randwick. Over the 1,500 metres, that was a nice enough win, albeit a slow tempo uh, SP at around $2. You know, I think that's a horse that could sort of just be uh, getting the best part of the track and giving a sight, but very, very small each way play running by would be it for me, G. Mitchie? Uh, I went the way of Wishlaw last. Look, she's a winner first up. I think that's no issue. Um, She thrives over this distance, and I was really impressed with that. Empire Rose run last prep. So I, I think she's got some good upside and she can kick off a strong campaign in this race. The vanity over 1,400 metres will fit this race in before the 10 o'clock news. Molly Nick is at 360, Infatuation 420, and Donegal at $8, Pink Shandon at $9. Here, Mickey Gannon, um, do you like a filly here? Infatuation was really good to us last start. I think, yep. albeit had lots of favours, uh, rates on top to me. I think the four dollars twenty is the right plot, right price, G, and I'm happy to be with it. All right, then Dino. Yeah, the forty hundred meter starts very, very tricky, especially if you're drawn wide, which Molly Nickers does. It's right on that home turn, so going to need a good ride from Ben Mellon. Can you take that price? I think she's the best horse in the race, but can I chime in for that setup first up? Probably not. The big watch for me is on French Endeavour. I love the last start. She had no luck. I think it's a complete forgive run, and I love when Maddie Smith travels his horses. So. If I'm going to have a bet in this race, Mitch, you'd be a really small speck each way to six, French Endeavour. 20 seconds, Yeah, I'm Mitch. going to have... Oh, sorry. A uh, little bit on Donegal for me, Gareth. Uh, I thought this horse was pretty green when it won at Sandown. I think it's got some good upside. Barrier tends the risk, but it's going to go back anyway. So I think it's worth a small each way play as well. I'm with you, Dino. Manny Smith's push for French Endeavour just said, Gareth, you need to have something each way at $19 and 440 she worked the house down, according to Maddie, on Tuesday morning. Here we go, Paul, on this Thursday morning. This is Giddy Up's weekend preview, thanks to Bet365. And what a day of racing it promises to be at Flemington headquarters in Victoria and at Ramwick headquarters in Sydney. Time to have a look at the Quaddy Leagues at Flemington on a Saturday. And the first leg of the Quaddy Race 7 is the... Says Hay Stakes, and this is a beauty. King Colorado, that was awesome first up at Caulfield the other day. He's the favourite at 320, stepping up to the 1,400 metres. Kiramar over the moon with the development of this galloper, this prep especially. Of course, he got to a, a um, Cox Plate last preparation. He was mighty in a Caulfield guineas. Otago is a former Kiwi that's unbeaten and done nothing wrong. He's at 480. Riff Rocket, the Derby winner at 750. Verdad. Is it $10? Hey, Fat Cat at $11. On to Brood at $11. Run Harry Run at $12. Tanhauser at $19. And then big prices for the rest. We'll start off with you here, Dean Watling. Who wins the Sears Hay Stakes? King Colorado. He definitely put the riding on the wall last start. He did. He was outstanding. I potted him last start and he absolutely sprouted wings to savage the line. Um, if you want to look at uh, what a black book runner means in the dictionary, that's it. So Kenny back it up, second up, coming first up off a 
2,000 metre Cox Plate effort. Um, sometimes they can be flat second up, but the camp like him, so I'm, I'm very scared of him. But I think there's one of the better bets of the program in this race. I think Tan Hauser is um, ridiculously good odds. He was terrific first up last prep in Sydney. He was only a two or three lengths off end cap and a couple of others. He then went a miss in his second start spell, but his two trials back this prep have been super. He keeps the blinkers on. I had him in his latest trial and he was sharp. Gate one, Blake Shin. I'd be more than happy to play him each way here, Garb. I think he's tremendous value in the CSA's Hayes, CS Hayes stakes. All right, then. So that's a good push there for Tannhauser. What price we're we getting for Tannhauser at the moment? Um, just with Bet365. It was around $19, I reckon he is. $19. Yeah, $19 and four forty. Mickey Gannon, are you with Dean Watling with a little bit of value here? No, I, I agree that Ten House is definitely uh, over the odds. I had it much closer to $9, so uh, full credit, Dino. That's a really good find, and and I agree, and I wouldn't be leaving it out of exotics, but I think King Colorado's a horse has come back bigger, better, and stronger, and we're looking for a champion three-year-old. Uh, I think this will be the one. Is really, really good. Uh, last start, screams get me to a mile, 1,400 metres on the way through. Looks a very winnable race, G. Gets the best part of the track. I'll just be flying over the top of him. King Colorado, one of the better bets of the day. Mitchie Lewis? Now, I'm with Gano. Uh, King Colorado is probably going to be my best bet there. I think the run under his belt is going to help him a little bit. Um, second up, 1,400 metres is a tick. I think other horses in the race, uh, probably like a run behind him in the sense that Riff Rocket will improve again, second up over a bit more of a trip and, Ambassadorial perhaps is slightly over the odds. If he gets a, his own way out in front, he's an each-way price, but I'm King Colorado keen with Gano. All right, then. So the boys with King Colorado, the favorite at 320 with Bet365 and Tannhauser at $19.440, the each-way tip there for Dean Watling. We'll take a break. We'll come back and have a look at the next race at Flemington, and it's the feature, the Group 1, and what a race it promises to be, the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes. Storm Boys just won his trial at Rose Hill. The Colt by Justify, um, and he did it pretty easily. He was impressive, in fact, with James McDonald riding him. I don't know if he beat too much there, Dan. I don't know if you caught that troll, but he's back well and truly, Storm Boy, and that's why he's the favourite for the Golden Slipper. He's gone 53-47 on a soft five there over the 900 metres at Rose Hill. And I think J-Mac got a pretty good feel of this Colt by Justify. <laughs> Yeah, very exciting having him back. I think he goes to the skyline and straight to the slip. I'm not Correct. sure if he spoke to body yeah, on air. So interesting setup. Um, I think that's just for keeping nice and fresh. But um, fascinating. I think we need a gun two-year-old. I think he might be um, the one. Just be careful. Just be careful. You've got to go through Mickey Gannon before you ask any questions yeah, about the Waterhouse and Bot team. I'm not like that at all, fellas. That's right. Think? Is he right, Tino? Dino? No, you, is he right? Is he going to the skyline? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, spot on, yeah, G. There you go. Um, Imperatrice, this is the big one, the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes at $1.85 she is. This is what Mark Walker had to say about her chances on Saturday. Uh, we're, we're hopeful. Obviously, there was a bit of a question mark. It's been well documented. The trial Cranbourne wasn't, wasn't the best, but... Um, that her work on Monday was super, I thought, and Mickey D sort of concluded that as well. So I think I think she's well. So that's a good enough push for mine there from Mark Walker with Imperatrice. Private Eye is um, ready to go first up over a thousand meters as well, according to Joe Pride at five dollars. 
Kira Ma couldn't be happier with Bella Nipatina. She's at $7. And this is what Lucy Yeomans, the co-trainer of I Am Unstoppable, had to say about their stallion ahead of the Group 1 Black Caviar Lightning Stakes. I think you can with a little bit of luck. Obviously, it's it's a red-hot field, but we think our colt has improved from last preparation. And, yeah, he doesn't need the run. He doesn't, you know, he he's fighting ready to go. You know, I've obviously dealt with a few horses with the big stables I've worked at, but I've not seen a horse sort of improve as dramatically as he has. Well, that's the best push that you can get all day, I think, from Lucy Yeomans regarding the, the, the development of I'm Unstoppable, Mitchy Lewis. He's at a good each-way price as well. Yeah, he's at an each-way price as well. There's a few that I think are reasonable each-way plays, but I'm, look, I'm not going to bet into this race. I've got Imperatries on top. I think even no matter through the trial, the stable keep coming out and say that they're confident. I don't think you would risk her. She's worth too much money if she's not right, so... I'm sort of trusting the stable, but I don't really want to be betting into her. So it's probably a race that I'm just happy to watch and see where she's really at before addressing her future. Yeah, we'll get $2.20 at some stage, G, and that'll become a bet for her. Uh, Obviously, big queries about how she trialed. I was very nervous. I was looking to back in secret. In secret isn't here. She could be a length off her best and still put these away, G. So very happy to be with Imperatries if we can just get something close to that 220, which I think we will. Dino? Yeah, well, it's all about price and Gary makes a good point. $1.80, I don't think you can bet there. Um, but in saying that, the, week, the race has probably come a little bit skinnier than we thought, like Jim just mentioned. Gary, in secret's not there. A couple of others haven't come here. So can she be sort of a length or two off her best and still win? Probably. Could I take $1.80? No, that's not for me. I think the only bet possibly I could have in the race would be a small spec on private eye. I know Joe Pride's a very competitive trainer and he wouldn't have liked to hear the spruik that Imperatrice is the best sprinter in the land. So I think he'll have private eye tip-top ready to run a race. He's got a terrific first-up record. 1,000 metres isn't his go, but um, he's probably the only one at a price I could chime into. I'm keen to see what the three-year-olds do. I think they do need to step up. Lucy Yeoman suggested I'm software has. <laughs> But I think they need to find two to three lengths to be up to open class. They're just not sure about their crop, but excited to see how they go. Here you go. Yeah, the blinker's going cylinder. He's at $10 with Damien Lane taking the ride. It just proves how great Black Caviar was. I was watching it on racing.com there last night. It's a brilliant doco on Black Caviar. And just her career and the setbacks that she had and the injuries that she had to get through and the management there from Peter Moody and the love that Luke Nolan had for her and even her performance at Royal Ascot, which I think I tweeted yesterday, it's one of the bravest decisions by anyone in Australian sport, what Peter Moody, when he pulled the trigger and said, okay, let's take the pun on her. And she wasn't quite right, and he knew that. And when you when you watch the replay and the build-up to that race, Mickey mm. Gannon, and you see what Luke Nolan did with her, and you, you felt for Luke, but he loved that galloper, and he was looking after her, and she still won at the end of the day, but... Um, I think that was such a brave performance by that champion there. She was, she was perfect in every way, unbeaten, and I think she's the best horse I've seen. I would have her in front of Winks. Yeah, I tend to agree with that, G. Just in regards to you know, when you're in the moment, you think it's as simple as just turning up and winning, and now you see these really, really high quality horses, and it's so hard to to continue to win. And yeah. she was a superstar. No, it was great to watch. I highly recommend it, Dino and Mitchy. You, you, if you got a chance, I don't know if you've watched it or not, but it was a terrific doco there on the superstar black caviar. And when you think about sport, 
that she was perfect in every way. She never got beat. And she beat a host of Group 1 winners throughout her career. She went all over the world and she was undefeated. Don Bradman couldn't even average 100. Michael Jordan. Dino doesn't even know who you're talking yeah. about, mate. He was, a, he was a sparkle in David's eye. <laughs> You sure? I've yeah. seen that documentary actually. Yeah, oh, I really enjoy it. I think it's punters. We can think that horses are machines sometimes yeah. too. So I love those documentaries. Shows how much goes and, into it. So that, no, I did see that game. And that, that was a lot. And Matty Smith pointed out when I had a chat to him this morning on Stable Mail with Buddha's Notches. He goes, Gareth, you can just run into those mares when they're in that vein of form. They're basically unbeatable, but then they can lose it pretty quickly. And Black Caviar never lost it. She was up for several seasons. She went all over the world, as I said, all over the country. And she continued to get the job done. Um, but it'll be fascinating to see if Imperatries can do just that on Saturday afternoon at, um, at Flemington, named after the superstar mayor and Black Caviar. Let's have a look at race nine. This sees Jimmy Starr go around. He's $1.55 with Bet365. Kira Ma says he's ready to go again. Car Bling at eight fifty. Crosshaven at 10 Karini at 13, not an option at 16. Savannah Cloud at 20 to 1. Windstorm's an interesting galloper. We know he's got ability, but he's had his injury problems throughout his career. He's at $23. Is he a lock at $1.55 here, Mitchie Lewis, Jimmy Starr? Uh, yeah, I've got him on top. Jeez, uh, I think he'll be hard to beat based off what he did last start in coming up second up. But I'm, I'm sort of going to play around him in the sense that I'm getting more value to back a horse to play. So I think Crosshaven potentially can run a place here. He's been a little bit stiff in his last few races, but he's generally around the mark. And I think from barrier one, he'll be in a pretty good position. And yeah, I think he can run into the top three, even a horse like Berkeley square at about $4 to place. So I think's a better bet than Jimmy star. Dino. Yeah. I can't take it all 50. I think he'll win the race. What he did last start was uh, an example of a group one horse in the making. Oh, I would be investing in him in futures markets in a Doncaster Instead of probably backing him in this race, Gano, it's just a complete no-bet race for me. Yeah, I managed to get in $1.45. I still don't think you want to steam into $1.55. I think you might get something closer to $1.65, maybe $1.70 on the day. The track will set up absolutely perfect for Jimmy Starr. And, well, he showed some tactical versatility last start and, and could well mm. see it again here. The speed map looks pretty soft. Could roll be a little bit more, more aggressive from that gate. And I think Jimmy Starr will blow them away, G. So he's a dollar fifty-five, and it looks like he's going to the All-Star Mile, Jimmy Star. So he should be winning that at, at Flemington on Saturday. Craig Williams, of course, back on that galloper. Punch Lane at two seventy in the last race is the favourite for the Freemans and Mark Zara. And Mark Zara's got some terrific book of rides there at Flemington. And as Kiramar pointed out on Giddy Up Stable Mail, that's when he's at his best after a trip away, like to Las Vegas. So don't worry about backing M Zara. He's our jockey these days on Giddy Up. Bel Air at $5. Helix at $8.50. Meridius is coming off a really consistent campaign up there in Queensland at 11 He's our Bonneville at 13 Jenny Lala at $15. And Master Montaro at $17 here, Mickey Gaddon. Yeah, I wanted to find a way to be against uh, Punch Lane. I thought it had all favours last start in what was a really nice nice win, really impressive win. Uh, I couldn't find anything to beat it, G, at the moment. I found it a very, very difficult, difficult yeah. way to end the day. Maybe maybe we've just got to suck it up and, and take the short quote punch lane. Dino? Yeah, I think the speed map's key here for punch lane. There doesn't look to be a lot of speed up front. And 1400 meter start, like I mentioned earlier in the show, it's from that for sort of just before the home turn. So you're sort of turning straight away. So I think Punchline has enough gate speed to settle up on speed. 
Love the last start win. That caught me off guard and the figures backed up what we saw visually. So was that the end of prep run? Was that a peak run? I doubt it. I think the horse has got another couple of wins in at this preparation. I would suggest it probably starts shorter than $2.60 here, just purely on the speed map and the setup of the race, Mitchy. Yeah, I'm willing to risk him. I just thought he was a little bit short for mine. Uh, I, I thought he did get a lot of favours last start. So I was keen to be with number eight, Jenny Lala, even in an each way price. Uh, she generally runs a pretty strong race first up. Uh, she's won over the 1,400 metres before first up. I, I think from barrier six, she'll be in a pretty handy position and it wouldn't surprise me at all to see her winning this. All right, then, lads. Staking plans at Flemington. Now, last week... Mickey Gannon was the only one that tasted success. He won $315, so he's leading the way. Watling, Lewis, and Hall all lost $200. Let's hopefully we can make amends. It's unbelievable stuff. Um, now, you can start now, Mickey Gannon, if you're betting at Flemington. Mm. Oh, right. Love it. He's off guard. Um, <laughs> no, don't be, don't be silly, Dean. I'm just trying to work out how we're going to spend some of our winnings. Right, I'm going to have a hundred dollars. Um, I'm going to have a hundred dollars King Colorado G at the yes. uh, at the three twenty, and I'm going to have a fifty dollar all up King Colorado Imperatrice Jimmy the Star. So not betting at Randwick. Uh, no, I have fifty dollars left for Randwick G. Oh, there you go. So just repeat it again. A hundred dollars the win at King Colorado. Yes. Race seven, number two, King Colorado at Correct. $3.20, $100 the win, and a $50 all-up King Colorado Imperatrice, Jimmy the Star. There we go. Love it. All right, Dino, what are you doing? I'm just going to have a small each-way bet. Race seven, number five, 10, Hauser, $25 each-way, please, G-Man. Mitchie Lewis? Uh, I'm going to have $100 race seven, number two, King Colorado. And then I'm going to have $50 in race one on number one flash feeling. And then I've got $50 that I'm going to spend at Morfittville. So I can spit that out now if you want to or hold on to it. No, we'll wait. We'll wait for Morfittville. No worries. I might have one at Gilgandra on Sunday. Can I throw it in? Come on. Hey, hey, hey. This is the weekend preview. This is the Melbourne and Sunday preview. It's a weekend preview. Sunday's on a weekend. Hang on. Hang on a sec, Mickey Gannon. This is my show. And it's a Metro weekend preview. So you can go to Pinjarra Park. You can go to Eagle Farm. You can go to Morfordville, Flemington, or Randwick. Like, and if you've got something out wide on a Saturday, I'll give you permission for that. But we can't go Sunday. Saturday, you can go out to, you can get it organised with your mates Nathan Doyle or Mitchie Beer for a winner out wide somewhere. <laughs> you want? What about Body? Don't think of Body. Do you want to come? I don't think Body goes out wide on a Saturday. Maybe uh, Newcastle. Maybe. Um, yeah. So where where where? We're more than happy to get us something out wide um, from you there, Mickey Gannon, if you want to put it into your staking plan for a Saturday. Let's take the news. It's 10.25. This is the weekend preview. Giddy up, this is the weekend preview. Thanks to Bet365. You can send a text message anytime you want. We're giving away a round of golf at the Mandalay Golf Course with the cart. 0499 736 And send in a message for us on SEN Talk. Love to hear from you. You might have a winner for us or a question for the team. SEN Talk. Head to the SEN app. 
Click on Giddy Up with Gareth Hall, then push the talk button, record your message, and away we go. So let us know um, uh, with the SEN Talk on the SEN app, or of course, send us a text message 0499 736 736. Ramwick on a Saturday. Um, how do you think it'll play with the rail at four metres, Mickey Gannon? Yeah, I think we saw last week sort of lanes six to 10, the place to be. But those are the rail and the true, and they're in a uh, rail at four. So I'd say lanes four and beyond G will be the place to be. Can't wait for the first race there on Saturday at Ramwick for the two-year-olds, the Piero Plate. <laughs> James McDonald rides Switzerland for Chris Waller and Coolmore at $1.95 with Bet365. Shangri-La Express at $2.30. He's done nothing wrong in the early part of his career. And Rich is at $13. And then big prices for the rest. Which team are you on here? Is it uh, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bottle, Chris Waller? Um, we'll start with you, Dino. Yeah, one of the races of the day. Absolutely fascinating. Probably the best Piero plate you'll ever see. I think the market's got the wrong way around. I think Shangri-La Express deserves to be favourite. Maybe... A little bit of outside, out of mind set up here, but I think that preparation under the belt, the spell, and then coming back to the races bodes really well for its chances. Yes, Switzerland was outstanding last start, and up to 1,100 metres is the perfect setup. But I just think Shanghai Express maybe underrated off some trials, but we know that stable improvement two, three lengths come to race day. So it will be out in front. It will be the one to gun down. And I think Gano just mentioned rail out four metres. I think that's going to suit horses sort of forward of midfield, especially in these smaller fields. So uh, I think they'll fight it out. Enriched, trialled as good, if not better than Shangri-La Express. Big watch on that. And a horse down the bottom, Fly Fly, who's out of the smart mare, Dawn Dawn, um, is another big chance here. But Gano, I thought Shangri-La Express deserved to be favoured in this race. Yeah, I'm going against you, Dino. I thought Switzerland was definitely to deserve a favourite. And I think they went up pretty similar prices and, and they stepped in pretty quickly to... Uh, to Switzerland. I thought that uh, his last start win was very good. Then we saw a horse, I think it was Costagna, come out and win really, really well on Saturday at Ramwick and sort of franked that form. And I was a big fan of what Shangri-La Express did in its first preparation. Granted, comes back with that preparation under his belt, which is a huge, huge tick, Dino. I was a little bit concerned about what we saw at the trials. I'm also a little bit concerned about the form lines behind this horse. Clear race in two. I just think that Switzerland's might just be a little bit more classier than Shangri-La Express, Mitchie. Yeah, I just lent the way of Shangri-La Express. I like the race map. I like it when these two-year-olds are out in front, barrier four. You know, it sort of takes that little bit of bad luck out of the situation and they can just run along and bowl along. So I've just got him on top. But yeah, like you said, Gano, it's a racing two for mine. So 2.30, Shangri-La Express and Switzerland, $1.95. Uh, looking at the Golden Slipper market as we speak, um, Storm Boy after that trial. I wonder if he's firmed in. Dino, have you had another close look at that trial yet or are you concentrating on the job at hand as we speak? Yeah, job at hand as we speak, but I have it down in my notes to review the entire meeting um, today. So we'll have a look at that. That doesn't trial. help us. We Not just want to have a too look. much. I think it's just a little tick over one. So just yep. stride and everything like that we want to see. All right then. So just having a look at the golden slipper market here. Storm Boy, $3. Switzerland, $8.00. Shangri-La Express at $9. So there's not too much between those two Colts anyway in, in a golden slipper market. And there'll be a little bit of a difference, I would imagine, by the time um, that race is won on Saturday and that Piero Plate. The other feature races there, we'll have a look at race number five there on a Saturday afternoon at Ramwick. And this is for the sprinters. 
And it's a beauty as well. It's the Expressway Stakes over the 1,200 metres. And uh, the favourite here is Buddhist Notches, which is no surprise. He was awesome in the spring. He was so close in, in a champion stakes behind him, Tree. So you can get 210 for him, King of Sparta at 280, Golden Mile at $8, and Coal Crusher at $10. Straight Acer is at $12 here. Mickey Gannon, um, is he a good thing, Buddhist Notches at 210? Yeah, I think he is, G. I think it'd be really, really hard to beat. And they opened what, about $2.60 and, and they came for him very, very quickly and rightfully so. He was really impressive first up. Last preparation gets in very, very well at the weights here with 56 and a half kilos. What was he? Uh, 0.5 off uh, off Imperatrice at his last run. I think he's the best horse in the race. He's weighted uh, as if he isn't. And that's a big tick. He's got a very hungry Nashua Wheeler who comes back from suspension on Friday night aboard who needs to get a winner uh, under his belt. And I think he maps to get to the right place in a small field and should run over the top of him. G, be honest, not just clearly on top. Mitchy Lewis. Yeah, well, I've got Buno's Notches on top as well. You know, his first up record, Sam, but I just wanted to ask maybe Gano's opinion. I think he's a little bit short now. Do you think we can see him drift a little bit just because if we're going to be on a good track and if they can't make up stacks of ground, is he going to be able to do it? I think they will be able to make up ground yep. for sure, yep. uh, Mitchy. But yeah, he'll be. I don't think so. I don't think you'll see too much of a drift. Maybe no. $2.20, but I'd be very surprised. Yeah, I'd be more inclined to be keen. Like, I'm probably going to watch him unless I can get something closer to that 230, 40 plus. That's where I was at, Gareth. Dino? Yeah, I think Mitchy makes a really good point. I think the kryptonite to Buenos Notches, if they really go slow and then maybe turn the jets on from the 600, I don't think you want to turn into a sit and sprint. I think we saw first up last prep, he's superior turn of foot come to the four, but you see a horse like Golden Mile turn the Jets on from the 600. I think that's a slight concern. I just can't have them so far apart. I know we referenced Imperatrice with Buenos Notches. If you go back through Golden Mile's form, it was only a length off uh, Taurus Imperatrice first up um, last autumn in the Canterbury Stakes, albeit 1,300 metres. He's had one trial, which tells me they've kept him fresh for this event. I just can't have him and Buenos Notches so far apart. So at price, I think Golden Mile will start shorter and he's the bet in the race. <laughs> Buenos Notches is the better horse. <laughs> Um, but we're all price related. I think the two, maybe the one in the market that's going to get out is King of Sparta. I think the, the wet track's a concern. Sorry, Dino. Have you been to the tennis or something? Sounds like you've got a, you've oh got boy. a, you've got a lisp or something. Oh, I've lost it. it. must it Can must, you go to a break? Be the internet. What's going on? All I hear is you just laughing. <laughs> Oh, go to a break. Oh, has everyone has everyone gave their tips out or not? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, all right. Then we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with plenty more straight after this. Now, welcome back to Giddy Up. Dino, are you okay? Host the text messages. Just everyone's worried about your welfare. Are you okay, Dino? <laughs> Yes, can you hear me? Do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound okay. Oh, you know what, was... Gee, I think he, I think he had his mouth guard in. Yeah, getting oh. ready for the footy season. <laughs> it sounded like that. It did... Dave Stanley, our great friend, he was on radio one day in Sydney, and he, he went to the dentist and he tried to speak, and it was the funniest <laughs> thing you'll ever see. That's what you sounded like. Um, and there's a lot of controversy here. I feel bad, but I didn't out Mitch Beer that he's married. There was a few text messages coming through saying Gareth. Mitch Beer's looking for a um date, a date there, or he didn't get any DMs there after Valentine's Day yesterday, and you said he was married. 
I said he was formally married, uh, Mitchie Beer. And I met his his former wife the other day. He's his vet. And I tell you what, I don't know how he let her go, Mickey Gaddon. <laughs> She's lovely, Ruth, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Uh, she's and one of the better vets. She's vet for Annabelle Neesham, actually. She does a great job is over she? there. Oh, there you go. Well, she's a vet to the stars then. Let's move on. What race were you up to after all of that? I lost my we way. We just threw his race number five, the expressway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie but, goes to me, oh, I'll get you on the phone. I'll clip it up and show you what it sounded like. I'm like, no, Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be played on our socials. Don't worry about that. Anyway, we're, no. wasting, we're wasting time. Let's move on. Um, race number seven at Flemington. Randwick race on number Saturday. Six at Randwick, race, race six. Oh, here we go. at three twenty. Samana at four dollars. Seamajik at four dollars. And Penthouse at ten dollars. Um, Samana Kiramar said he was over the moon with her performance on the Gold Coast, and she'll be better again at Randwick. But she does meet a better field here. Yes, yeah, she certainly it? does. Uh, really, really interesting race. I think it's going to be a race dominated by on-pace horses here, geez. Uh, Penthouse and either or roll forward. This is a big step up in class for both of them. But other than those two, there's no real um, no real sort of speed. Diamond Dealer will be underneath them. And over the 1,200 metres in a soft run race, and I think this will be an on-speed dominated sort of setup from these, you know, 1,000 and 1,200 metre starts, 1,100 metre starts. And I really like... Um, my old girl penthouse again on an each yep. way basis. I think it's a really good bet to have and be very hard to run down out in front. Mitchie? Dino? Oh, Dino. Oh, Mitchie? Sorry, G. Go okay. on, Dino. Uh, I think Sam Ajik's a terrific bet here. I've been taken um, by her jump outs down there in Victoria. I think she was mentioned on trial time a couple of times. I think she's come back a lot better. Graying Bag have a, has a really good knack of bringing the right horses to Sydney. I think Gate One bodes well. I think Gano mentioned a really good point here. What I'm worried about is the speed in this race, but I think Penthouse and either or probably put enough speed into the race. Maybe an even Diamond Dealer can put a bit of uh, juice in the race. So I think Samajik's the bet here. Good market support. What do we do with Valencia? Trials have been fine. Um, she's three from three first up. If she turns up like she did last preparation in the spring, I think she wins this race. But can we trust her? I'm not too sure, Mitchie. So I'm more than happy to with Samajik. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Dino. I like what I've seen first up for Sam Majik, so uh, you've ticked it off pretty well there. Let's have a look at race seven on the program there at Royal Randwick on Saturday. It's the Apollo Stakes over the 1,400 metres. This has been a good horse's race. And we've got Fangirl, the $2.30 favourite. We know how good she is. Militarise at 4 80 the boom three-year-old. McAvoy rides. Think it over at $7, the old boy. Um, Kerry Parker says that he's getting a little older despite his really good fresh record. He might be better for the run come Saturday. Buckaroos working the house down, according to a few of the connections at seven. And I love the trial of Linderman the other day at $9. Cascane at $13, the old boy, for Zach Lord and James Cummings. All right, then, Mitchie Lewis, we can start with you here. Yeah, look, I'm... I just thought Fangirl, if she's at her best and she's been able to perform first up before, uh, barrier eight, I think she'll land in a reasonable position. I, th- I think she should be winning this race. All right, then. That's easy. Mickey Gannon? Yeah. Yeah, pretty well summed up. It's an interesting speed map, GC. Lindemann and Rolf Ford give a huge sight, so you've got a bit of value there if you're, if you're looking to the exotics, attractable uh, will also join it. I think that gives the opportunity for Nash to be aggressive on Think It Over, put it in a really good position. And I think that J-Mac can then just follow uh, Nash wherever he goes and she has the best turn of foot in this race. I think she'll be blowing them away, G. I'm really keen to see what Militarized um, does 
uh, throughout this preparation, but I think it might be a second and third up horse, Dino. Yeah, I can't wait to see what J-Mac does from gate eight. Does he all the way back? I don't think this is the race you can. I think you just summed it up well there, Gano. Lindemann, attractable, maybe think it over, roll forward. Outside of that, there's not a huge amount of speed in this race. I doubt um, she'll want to be back last, but what do you do from the gate? You roll forward and potentially sit three wide. I'm not too sure. At that price, I can't chime in. I know she's probably the best horse in the race, but this is another race I'm going to sit back and watch. I think the only horse that could potentially back is think it over. He's just a map horse in every single race, handles all conditions, um, and Nash for Kerry Parker reads well. Buckaroo's the one I want to watch. I think he's probably come up too short to bet, but I liked his trials. I like him as a horse, potentially second up G-Man over 1,600 metres, but um, purely sit back and watch event for me and probably learn for the autumn. Love this setup, Race 8. This is a light fingers. Both camps are so confident that their fillies will be winning on Saturday. Tis Invincible at 380. And learning to fly at four twenty. Mumbai Muses at seven. Arctic Glamours at eight dollars. Komochi at eight fifty. And Fashals at ten dollars. Autumn Ballet at sixteen. This is a beauty, isn't it, boys? We'll start off with you here, Mickey Gannon. The cracking race, G, and uh, I feel privileged to be able to preview it first. Learning to fly out wide. He's invincible out wide. Well, they're going to have to. Try and ride for luck both of those horses, and it would be very, very interesting to see how it plays out. Autumn Ballet will push up from the inside, as will Fassile. I think the race sets up absolutely perfect for Mumbai Muse, who has really, really good figures last preparation, has been trialing the house down, and to my eye, which is not that great when it comes to trials, but I'm interested to see what Dino says, has been trialing enormous. I think Mumbai Muse is clearly the best each-way play on this card, and around the $7, I'm very keen on it, Dino. Yeah, it's hard. You've got to separate you know, the love affair for learning to fly and tis invincible in my mind. And what is the bet in the race? They're probably short enough from their wide gates. Um, what do they do? You've got a big preparation, but uh, learning to fly has had three trials and a track gallop. So I doubt they're going to waste his first up run. So I'd suggest tis invincible and learning to fly roll forward. There's not a huge amount of speed, Gano, um, but I think you make the perfect point. Mumbai Muse is a map horse. Trials have been elite. Her last start win rated as good as learning to fly and Tis Invincible have done in the past. So I don't think there's much between all three. If you look at a price, uh, I think Mumbai Muse will be the one that shortens. Is she best horse in the race? No, but this is probably the best setup. Um, it's another race that it's hard to chime in heavily, Mitchy. I, I find that probably we're going to learn a lot again, but at price, I think Mumbai Muse has to be the bet, um, albeit I think Tis Invincible learning to fly better horses long term. Yeah, I've got Tiz Invincible on top here. I'm probably agreeing. I probably won't bet into the race, but I just sort of thought, I actually didn't think the race map was too bad for her. I thought she has enough early toe that she can probably track up uh, Ballroom Bella and sort of find a position maybe two or three pairs back um, sitting outside someone on the rail. So that's where I think she might be able to get, and I think it looks sets up well for her. She's got a good record over this track and trip, so Tiz Invincible on top. Race nine, Redstone Well at four forty, Estadio Mastella at four sixty, Louisville at six fifty, Logan Street Line at seven fifty, built at eleven. This is an open race here, Dino. Yeah, another race with no real speed. Oh, I love the run of Redstone Well last start. I think me and Gano both made it a horse to follow. Uh, the downside here is it stays at 1,600 metres, and I don't know where it's going to get to in the map. I would have loved to 2,000 metres um, where it could probably run on a little bit more. The way this track plays is probably going to be key for this horse I think it's under the odds probably currently could I find something to beat it I think uh, Logan Street Lions a horse I've always had a bit of time for gate five reads well and I like Nash on Gano but another tricky race on the card here at Ramwick 
Yeah, spot on. I thought Redstone Wells, a horse we might have seen, you know, got ten or twelve dollars about Dino, considering you know its last start was really good. But gee whiz, it's opened up very, very short. Can't possibly chime in at that price, and I think you're paying the J Mac tax. Doesn't mean it can't win, but needs a lot to go its way. Estadio Mestella, well, we talked about it in the review a couple of weeks ago. It was it was very good. We thought it was probably a bit blessed though the way the the race mm. was, but it almost gets to that setup again, Dino. So. That kind of makes it an interesting one. I think Estadio Mestella must be included in all, in all your plays. Uh, I agree. Logan Street Lions a chance, G. And just to be frank, it wouldn't surprise me if anything won. I won't be betting, right. Mitchy. Mitchy. Yeah, I was happy to shoulder arms in this race. I found it a little bit tricky for me, so happy to follow the boys. We'll take a break. Come back with the final event. Timmy Wilson, a preview of the final event, plus our staking plans for Ramwick. And Timmy Wilson will join us for First Light Racing. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Let's quickly go through the last race here at Randwick. Thunderlips at 2.30. That's a bit like what Dino sounded like at <laughs> Thunderlips. Before Time Quest 4.80. Grasses Styler at $5. Starman at $7. If you're not betting, just leave it to the keeper, lads. What are you thinking here, Mitchy? No, I'm happy to let it slide then, Gareth. All right, then. Mickey Gannon? Uh, Thunderlips is a horse that handles all conditions. There's a bit of rain around. Uh, either way, good or dry, this horse will be very, very hard to beat. I think it's the best bet of the day at uh, Randwick. All right, then. Number nine, Thunderlips. And Dean Watling? Yep, love the trials of the eight. Time Quest, uh, concerned about Thunderlips away from Warwick Farm. So happy enough to be with Time Quest in the last. Staking plan, please, at uh, Randwick. We'll start with you, Mickey Gannon. Yep, Mumbai Muse the place into Thunderlips, the win for $50, G. And uh, what are you doing here, DNA, because Mitchie, you're going to Morfordville. Yep, I'm going to have 50 on race six, number four, same as Jake, and my remaining $100 on race one, number one, Shangular Express. All right, then. Um, and Mitchie Lewis, what are you doing at Morfordville? Uh, $50, race three, number two, Jackson Ice. Uh, looks due a win, parks track, he'll go forwards and be in a good position. I'll have an all up. I'll have Lindemann the place, race seven, number seven in Sydney. Champagne tonight, the win at Flemington. Into Switzerland, the win. Dino, Switzerland will belt your horse, Shangalar Express. I'll have that, the win, and that'll do me for my $200. That just makes me even more confident, too, that you're against me. And it's no surprise wherever the first, no surprise that wherever the blue and gold (laughs) goes, success follows at first light racing. Firstlightracing.com today. You our man, Timmy Wilson. Hey, Timmy, what would your $200 staking plan be? Oh, I'll follow Dino. I'll follow Dino anywhere. So I love the banter between you boys. So, no, I'm uh, I'm happy to follow Dino and, and Gay and Adrian anywhere with a two-year-old. So, yeah, I'm happy. Well, you're $200, you're $200 down, Dino. Uh, sorry, Timmy from last week. If you want to tip that into the kitty, that'd be good. <laughs> she only got pipped on the post. Yep, seconds oh, like finishing last these days, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not joking, Timmy. Uh, in this game, it is anyway. What are you doing, Timmy? Have we got any horses that we need to be getting into from the classic sales? Yeah, it was a great sale, uh, a great value sale. You know, like the the year started off pretty hot up north, uh, but it was great buying at the the classic sale. We were able to get our hands on on five fillies, so absolutely delighted to add them to the team and. Uh, yeah, I thought the first one that we bought, which was a, a daughter of Wooten Bassett, who's been the, the hottest first season sire going around, uh, bought it out of a really good Coolmore family. Ballet Suite was the mare. She's a half to Caskets, who was a Mark Cavanagh horse that I think it won the Talendert back in the day. So it's a really good, high-quality Coolmore family. And, you know, I love buying those fillies with, with big pedigrees because 
even if they're slow, Gareth, they're still worth a bit at the end. Correct. So they give you uh, they give you that way of getting out. Unlike me, unfortunately. Mm. Um, <laughs> so we go to the First Light Racing website and away we go. Yeah, jump on the website. It was a, as I said, it was a terrific value sale. We're able to get horses with the Lindsay Park boys, who, who are obviously flying, a horse with affiliated with Kieran Ma, two with Tony Golan up in Queensland as well. So a really good spread and a, a lot of good value there. Good on you, Timmy. Love your work. Any winners this week? You've got about 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Um, maybe deferential tomorrow night at the Sunny Coast in the first of May. That'll do us. Love your work, Timmy Boy. I'll be on that website. Mickey Gaddon, you're looking the best I've ever seen you look. I don't know if it's the light there at your home. Well done, Timmy. Well, you've inspired me, G, because you gave me a spray. I've lost about four kilos since I yeah, saw you last week. You can only week. see his head, G. Yeah, well, be we, careful. we can see your mouth. Uh, Mitchie <laughs> Lewis, thanks for that. Thanks, Gareth. Thanks, boys. You have a good right. weekend. Is it sold out at Mount Gamby for the Cup? Yeah, oh, getting close. They're talking about expanding. Oh. Oh. <laughs>